Welcome to this month's Leadership Foundation Sidious Playground Whispercast. Now, a whisper is an introduction to an upcoming full-length podcast, which gives you time to do some thinking and even some reading if you're prepared to do so. It also uh, allows for you to ask questions and make, com make comments, and uh, we'll include your comments and questions on our upcoming podcast. You can send them to info at leadershipfoundations.org. I'm Rick Enlow, and I'm here with Leadership Foundation President Dave Hillis. How you doing, Dave? I'm good, Rick. Good, good to be with you again. Now, this particular Whispercast, we're going to sort of tee up the idea of operationalizing a vision. Mm -hmm. I just say that slowly. <laughs> <laughs> There's a few syllables yes, in there. there. Is. <laughs> it's almost like judicial. You know, you have to really be careful. But operationalizing a vision. So what does that mean? Well, by way of talking about that, let me uh, go back to a, a story that's become a little bit... Um, how do you describe this? A, uh, a story that transcends. When I was asked to take Reed's place with the Leadership Foundations, I was being interviewed by the board. And, uh, you know, as interviews go, I was uh, answering questions. And one of the things that I said in this interview was I said, you know, I have just written some stuff on the Leadership Foundations. And my argument in my, my dissertation is that Leadership Foundations have a gift or a charism from God similar to what the Catholic orders have always been recognized as. Mm -hmm. um, and the particular, you know, gift, you know, was, of course, seeing the city as a playground rather than a battleground. And so the board is nodding, and I think the interview is going pretty well. I said, uh, however, I said, unlike the Benedictines, where it takes you seven years to be a Benedictine and takes you 13 years to be a Jesuit. I said, as best as I can tell under Reed Carpenter, if you like good cigars and good scotch, you can become a leadership foundation about half a night. <laughs> and the board laughed just like you. And I didn't know if that was like a laugh of like encouragement or, you know, this interview is over. Yeah. But I went on to say, um, you know, if you hire me, um, the great challenge, uh, I think, for my leadership is going to be how do I protect and nurture that gift, that entrepreneurial spirit, but now overlay it with a rigor, um, a discipline, a operationalizing mechanism that actually allows LF to go to the next level. And uh, so that's been, I think, the great challenge for this last eight years um, is to do that. And, and that's what we mean is taking this wonderful gift that was given from Sam to uh, Reed and all the ways that they shared it uh, and now beginning to put some legs under it uh, moving forward. And okay. so some yeah. things have happened this last year that I think move us a long way towards that. Well, and for those who are just listening, now we, you know, we, we've done about a year and a half of these podcasts. And so now we're starting to think that everybody knows who we are and what we're talking about. But uh, mm -hmm. just so <laughs> for some context, um, you did write a book out of your you know, uh, research about the 50-year history mm -hmm. of the Leadership Foundations. And when you talk about Reed, you're talking about um, the Pittsburgh Leadership Foundation, which was the original foundation. That's and then, right. And so we want to make sure that if you're listening uh, that you understand, you know, kind of this is what we're talking about. And that book is uh, available on iTunes. No, not iTunes. What am I saying? Amazon, wherever wherever you get books. But you can, <laughs> it would be great if we could listen to it as well. we got to work on that. That's right. But this podcast is available. And, and, and what we want to do is... Uh, um, make sure that everybody understands that that particular book um, is just a great resource, but mm -hmm. it begins to, it tells the story of uh, all these different, you know, amazing leaders and uh, the way that, you know, the, the, like you said, the charism or the gift that Leadership Foundation is, how it is being shared around the world, mm -hmm. which takes us to uh, this idea that, you know, 
I guess in every, um, in every endeavor, even if you think about a family, you can say, well, we love each other. We're a family, but you have to operationalize it yep. somehow. Yep. Somebody's got to, you know, get everybody to the bus and, you know, and, when you know, uh, figure out, you know, how, how we're going to, you know, get through the week. So, yeah. yeah. Well, and the way I would frame it, you know, Rick, by way of a theological idea is there's always been a tension in the church between what might be described as organism on the one hand and organization on the other hand. Yeah. And you watch this, uh, particularly in the book of Acts, uh, get pushed back and forth. Uh, you know, initially there's just this wonderful organic sort of expression of the Holy Spirit and it falls on all people and Peter stands up and says, so I guess this is what the book of Joel must have been talking about. Right. But there was no sense of how do you march this forward. Uh, by Acts 15, all of a sudden they've got themselves a real organizational problem. And that is, is the Holy Spirit's out there doing all these great things with the Gentiles. But is it real? Is it authentic? Yeah. And so the church's answer to that was to actually create the first ecumenical council where they gathered together in Jerusalem to think and to pray. And I argue at times that the, that Acts 15 episode saved the church from being just a Jewish reality and begin to, again, put some rigor, some discipline, some operationalization on how the gospel was advancing out to, you know, the other most ends of the earth. Right. And nothing quite as high as, and mighty as that, but that's what LF has tried to do um, with Bridgespan this last year, who we had a chance to, uh, to work with. They took our wheel of permanent change, which is our three functions, engaging leaders of good faith and goodwill, you know, developing the capacity of others, uh, and creating joint initiatives, and then created a tool called the Stages of Impact Tool. And that tool now is being operationalized, being used by 75 leadership foundations throughout the world. And we're asking them to fill this out now on an annual basis. Uh -huh. And that'll be one of the ways that we begin to advance and operationalize um, this movement going forward. Well, it's, it's, it's always, uh, you know, it seems like, doesn't it, if that the, the, the spiritual um, part of, of the origin of an organization is always sort of stressed because, you know, there's usually some kind of a, you know, a remarkable or even miraculous kind of, you know, initiative that, that kicks mm -hmm. things off, you know, like you go to the mountaintop, you know, and you Mount hear Washington. God, yeah, yeah, you know, absolutely. say something, but like you said, and if it's going to have legs and really, you know, I mean, you know, impact at least, you know, 50 years and beyond, you have to operationalize it. And I think that's one of the things that's been so great about this particular uh, the recent history of LF is that um, it, it, you know, it's easy for, for a, a group that's got 75 different expressions mm -hmm. to, um, you know, to kind of become, again, you know, uh, unrecognizable, you know, exactly. and, and yeah. so this has been so great because you guys have some, I think, um, something that's uniform, but at the same time, it's totally uh, applicable. Yeah. And so what we've, you know, continued to say to our local leadership foundations as they use now this SOI tool is that leadership foundations do one thing in many ways. Mm -hmm. And just that phrase alone is a result of us operationalizing this. You know, the yeah. one thing that leadership foundations do is drive this wheel of permanent change in their particular city. Uh, but in doing that, it's done now uh, in a variety of different expressions. In fact, that's the Pentecost side of it, right? That you know, yeah. it's being communicated in all kinds of languages and, and different expressions. So it's, it's quite exciting. And I think this is maybe a bit of a segue to say that we get a chance to talk to one of our local leadership foundation presidents here 
and our full-length podcast. And uh, I'm particularly excited about this because uh, Patricia Talton actually was the one that replaced me when I left the Northwest Leadership Foundation, and she's currently the president. But one of the reasons we asked Pat uh, to come and talk with us about this is that she is probably out of all the leadership foundations throughout the network, um, the person who has been uh, most vocal, um, most strong about LF, you need to grow up. Um, you need to begin to put some tools, uh, some evaluation practices in place if you really want to play um, you know, in this larger field. And, and that is a result of Pat having had a long career before she came to the Northwest Leadership Foundation uh, with the city, uh, with the county, evaluating programs, you know, measuring mm -hmm. output and outcomes. So I think she, uh, she has a remarkable um, kind of almost sense of being both understanding just these tools that you just got to have and the spirituality that undergirds those tools to make them, you know, something that uh, aligns itself with what God is doing. Yeah, that's going to be awesome to talk to Pat and to uh, uh, dialogue th this very topic of operationalizing a vision um, as well. If you're listening to this Whispercast and you're thinking, okay, I, I want to get up to speed a little bit more, maybe uh, for a lot of folks that are part of the LF network, they are getting totally what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Others might want to go to leadershipfoundations.org mm -hmm. and just kind of click through because there's a very interesting you know, offering that kind of highlights what, uh, you know, what you're talking about with the, with the uh, stages of impact tool. Yep. Yep. That's, uh, that would be great. In fact, I think there's many things now actually on the, on the webpage that can help navigate people to what leadership foundations are doing, not just around, you know, the world, but uh, yeah. the tools that we're actually using to get that work done. And, and then we'd also like it if you did decide to sort of, uh, kick the tires on, on that tool, you know, and you kind of evaluate it. If there's something that doesn't quite make sense to you, you're thinking, I'm not sure what you're talking about with this, then do give us a, a, a send us an email at info at leadershipfoundations.org. And we'd love to uh, clarify that because sometimes we, um, we were a part of the sort of the construct. And so, you know, we, we have a little backstage pass to some words sometimes mm -hmm. or some ideas, and it's great to clarify those. Mm -hmm. Well, and, you know, and to that point, Rick, I mean, one of the things that's interesting is we tried to anticipate how easy uh, something uh, can become almost um, innocuous. Uh, and so how do you continue to keep it fresh? And so one of the things that local leadership foundations will be asked to do now from this time forward is filling out the SOI tool on an annual basis. Mm -hmm. And we think that's one of the ways that we'll just keep, you know, the importance of, of operationalizing this vision uh, in front of us. And I, I really think it's similar to why, you know, say the church, you know, particularly liturgical churches, you know, do the same thing week after week after week. Yeah. I mean, there's a party that says, oh, my God, how boring is that? I mean, please, you know. But I think the fathers and mothers knew that uh, we people need to be reminded all the time because we are forgetful animals. Yeah, um, yeah. And, uh, and so I think that's been built into this as well. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of an old picture. My, uh, my grandfather was a carpenter. Hmm. And so when I would get to visit, we only, uh, we'd only go to his house like, you know, holidays. But he would always have, he was always making something. And so he would go out and give me like little, you know, carpentry lessons as a like a middle school kid you know mm -hmm. and one of the things he always did is he would set up a template 
And then he would say, what I'm making here, you know, I mean, he could make, he made all kinds of dog houses or anything, you know, but he'd set up a template and then every single dog house, you know, I mean, he would always look the same and and whether, and he made chairs, he actually made violins and he Hmm. showed me the template. (laughs) I have one of his violins, you know, and uh, it's just kind of a cool thing. But that kind of uh, uh, idea sort of stuck with me. And I thought, you know, if you're going to replicate something, um, it's important to have a template, you know, and I think that's what's great about um, this particular tool is something that we can, uh, you know, put what we're doing in, you know, into annually yep. and make sure that, you know, uh, everything fits. And, you know, and sometimes, you know, the way Jesus put it was um, uh, kind of more in a, a gardening, you know, yep. kind, of, kind of paradigm. But he said, you got to trim some things, you know, and keep well, and it going. I, and I think, you know, again, just at the at the base of this is I think something that we're trying to attack, um, and maybe attack is too strong a word, but, but really deal with, uh, you know, the Leadership Foundation believes deeply in the power of the Holy Spirit and that the Holy Spirit guides, um, you know, our actions moving forward. One of the unfortunate things that we've attached, though, to any kind of theology of the Holy Spirit is that somehow it's always going to be something brand new um, that no one's ever seen before, that no one's ever imagined before. So you get a little bit caught up in this sort of syndrome of just almost, you know, trying to, you know, come up with a brand new thing every week. Right. And I, I believe that and find that great. But I also want to reclaim that the same Holy Spirit is in the mundane. It's mm-hmm. in the ritual. It is in the liturgy of just week in and week out doing the same thing. And I think, again, in the person of Jesus, we get this wonderful, wonderful you know, sort of almost mystical um, combination of, you know, new, uh, different, and at the same time, just basic stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I, you know, I'm trying to get LF to make sure that we lay claim to, you know, just what does it mean to get up, go to work, get these things done, because we know this stuff works. We just have to apply ourselves sure, to it. Sure, yeah. And, I mean, the, uh, the, the really the big idea, uh, once again, uh, as we sort of head out of this whisper cast is, uh, you know, seeing the city as a playground, you know, mm-hmm. and not a battleground. And mm-hmm. so, um, I think, uh, that's why, I mean, when you said the word attack, I think that's why, you know, you think, Hmm, I don't know if I want to use the word attack. <laughs> it's kind of a, you know, military, you know, yeah, kind of, con- yeah. but I know what you're saying, but I really, what we're saying is, uh, we, we want to, uh, you know, engage, you know, I'm going to, you know, yeah. we want to be a part of what's happening in the city and see it as, uh, as a place, you know, where, you know, God is building, you know, a playground where mm-hmm. all of us, you know, have a part. And mm-hmm. so, um, so yeah, it's going to be great. So our, 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 uh, full length, uh, podcast coming up with, uh, Pat Talton and, and it's going to be on operationalizing a vision and we want you to uh, keep your eye out for that and, uh, and share it. Yep. Absolutely.